0: This is ContactTalkRadio.com. Consciousness in action. And you are taking action into your consciousness by tuning into Contact
1: Talk Radio. And on tunein.com, Hing.fm, and upsnap mobile. Contact Talk Radio. Ready for a more successful and fulfilled life? It is time for real answers. A transformational hour with Dr. Kate Siner. Live broadcasting to the 50 states and internationally. Dare to go deep. Change yourself, change the world.
0: Hello, welcome to Real Answers with Dr. Kate Seiner. And, uh, this week I am starting talking about finding fulfillment and, um, specifically kind of how to take an inventory of our life to make that full assessment of whether we're really living the life that is truly meaningful and purposeful for us. So the, the reason why uh, doing this is so important in the course of our year, in the course of our life, is it really starts to set the foundation. It creates the container for the reasons that we want to make changes, the reasons that we're doing the activities in our life. It allows us to be able to focus our efforts in ways that are truly meaningful for us. And, uh and that is no small thing. So um, one of the ways that uh, people can approach life is to try to get themselves out of pain. So they try to get themselves out of pain and this looks like reaction to we react to the world around us. and um, and we do whatever we can do to try to remove that pain from our life, which is a worthy quest. And this can put us into programs, um, personal development work. Uh, it can have us in therapy, uh, working with uh, a healer it can be all sorts of things. However, uh, the, um, the, when we kind of move on from that perspective of moving out of just reacting to the world and, and trying to avoid or, uh, or eliminate the pain in our life. and we start to uh, choose to create more of what it is that we want for ourselves. That's when we want to start making an assessment. We want to do these overviews, these step backs, the pullback to really see, you know, what part of my life most needs my attention. What part of my life is going to most affect all the other areas of my life? So what is it, where in my life do I need to focus in order to really get the results in all areas of my life? And so sometimes what happens is, is we focus in a certain area, say we focus in career and we're focusing in our career for a really long time. We start to see the movement and the changes and the progress in that area, um, hopefully. And um, if not, then we probably start to experience a certain amount of frustration, but either way, we're going to want to keep on pushing that part of our life forward really developing that that part of our life. And then we might notice, actually, if we take an inventory, if we step back, we might actually start to notice that that isn't the area that is affecting all the other areas the most. It's the area that we're focused on the most. It's the area that we might most want to get the results in. But it's not necessarily the area that's going to give the results so let me give you a story so this story is about a a client and there are a lot of people out there that have this experience where um, they're doing really well in their career they're moving it along they're seeing progress they're seeing results they're starting to see that 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 area of their professional life is really starting to build out the way that they want it to build out And because of this, um, they, they, you know, they keep putting into that area and they set goals for themselves and, you know, they, they realize some of those goals and they develop themselves, they go to professional trainings, all of that kind of stuff. And then they hit a point where either they're unhappy on the inside or they're not getting the kind of results that they really want to get. And when this happens, when you don't really get the kind of results that you want to get or you start feeling that on the inside, you're not so happy, it might just be that it's another area of your life. It's another area of your life that is actually impacting uh, your career. But you've been focused on the career so much that you might keep trying to make changes in that same area over and over again. Even though you're not getting results, you might then assume, okay, I have to switch this or I have to switch that. But really what needs to switch is there needs to be a focus in a different area. In the particular case that I'm thinking about, this kind of plateau in the create um, career area uh, for my client came from a lack of attention to her overall health she she wasn't caring for who she who she was her physical body her emotional body her mental self she wasn't caring for that part of her life and health enough and because of that it sort of set her up to plateau in the career area because there was only so far that she could go there was diminishing returns and so you what you might see at that point in time is that you have to increase your effort in order to get things done, that it's taking more energy, that you're starting to feel um, more burnt out or um, more easily frustrated. So you can see that kind of stuff happening. Or sometimes it winds up being that you can't show up to work in the same way because your mental, emotional, physical health is not, where it needs to be and that starts preventing you from being able to show up in the way that you really want to show up and so uh, what needed to happen in this particular situation is that uh, my client needed to focus on her own well-being And by focusing on her own well-being, she was then able to take and up-level her energy, gather herself to a different physical and emotional and mental space. And then this resulted in sort of immediate gains in the area of career. So that's why inventory is so important. Because when you don't assess what's going on in your life, then you, you don't learn where you truly need to focus in order to get the type of results that you are wanting to get. So it, just like anything else that requires planning, once we move out of reactive mode and we move into sort of a more c- constructive and creative way of being, then it's really important that we take these moments to step back and reflect. It's really important that we give ourselves enough time to be able to reflect overall on the components of our life so that we can start to see what it is that we truly want to see happen. And so, there's a lot of different ways to go through this process, right? So, there's a lot of different um, a a lot of different ways to go through this process. And one of the ways to go through this process is to kind of look at your life in like a it's like a like a pie, and you separate you separate the circle which is the wholeness of your life, into different segments. This is kind of like classic coaching exercise. Um, step back, take an inventory, take a look. Is your spiritual life the way that you want it to be? Is your family life the way that you want it to be? Is your health and fitness the way that you want it to be? You can look at your life in terms of these, these areas of your life that you want to focus on or that are, are important to your overall health. And when you do this, then you can start to, to to estimate how actually happy you are in that area of your life, how much that that's working. And these are subjective decisions. Like, yes, you can take inventories to do that. Inventories are really helpful sometimes. But really overall, it's about taking the time to listen to yourself to find out what it is that you really, um, where you really need to focus, where you're really wanting to get results. Okay. So that's one way of kind of taking a look at your life and kind of figuring out where you want to focus and how you want to focus it. Um, But there are other ways to do that as well. Um, There are very personal ways that we can kind of take an inventory of our life um and um and and set goals in our life um and then there are kind of key components and that's what i'd like to talk to you about today key components of our life that if we don't have them in our life the way that we want to have them we're usually not feeling fully satisfied really truly happy so uh, that's that's part of this. And you can check this out a little bit more. I added something called the Good Life Inventory to my Conscious Creative magazine today. And um, not today, but this month. It will be coming out in August. And so in this Conscious Creative uh, magazine, um, I, I go through these different sections. So you have a chance to look at them in a different format. Because sometimes that's really helpful too. Sometimes, you know, hearing things, sometimes having someone guide you through something, sometimes actually, you know, seeing it written down. All of those can be helpful to getting it to stick, getting it to really have meaning and relevancy to you. So if you find that there's one way that you really like to get information, then I definitely recommend that you pursue other other kind of other other ways of getting information through that channel And um, so this this good life inventory has a few different components that I think are essential to not just being okay in our life and taking care of business and making sure that our families and our health and our career and all of that kind of stuff is taken care of. But really it gets down to what is it that is most meaningful to us? What is it that's most meaningful to us? That can allow us to really can build a foundation, a foundation of skills. So that um, we can be truly, truly happy and fulfilled in our life, and this is what I make a point of teaching in my LifeWork Community Program: these foundational skills that allow us—they give us that ongoing ability to create uh, a sense, like a really, really great life. And these are the kind of skills that, you know, we don't learn in school. We we don't learn, you know, in a various different, um, in any. We don't learn them in our, our relationships a lot of times. Uh, we don't have good models for them through the media. And so we kind of go through life wondering why it's not working, what it is that's not working about our life. And and then in wondering what's not working about our life, we start looking down the road of all these things, like maybe it's a a next relationship, maybe it's more money, maybe it's when I'm more fit. And we start getting into this place of seeking, seeking this kind of good life, thinking if we put the components in place, that those components are really going to help us arrive where we want to arrive. But they don't. Because they don't address these fundamental needs, these deeper needs that need to be, that need to be addressed, that need to be looked at, that we need to to develop dialogue around. So that we can start to build out these really great lives for ourselves and that they can look unique. I want to emphasize that because the life that you build out for yourself might not be the life that you've bought into. It might not be the life that you were told that you should have. In fact, very often when I'm working with people, they're saying, I was told that it worked this way. But in fact, it doesn't. In fact, that that is not what I really need. That's not the way that I want my life to really work. And this can be a very painful realization that what you've sought and what you're going for and what you've tried for isn't really all it's cracked up to be. And then what? Right. Where do I start? Am I starting at ground zero? Is there no, is there, do I have to rebuild? Am I rebuilding something completely different? And the really good news is that while the answer can sometimes be yes, very often that answer can also be no. And that it's not that the components of our life are somehow flawed it's that uh, we are not paying attention to these foundational building blocks. And because we're not paying attention to these foundational building blocks, we're not getting the type of life that we really want to have. And so the struggle... The struggle becomes about, uh, you know, trying. It's like when we're struggling, we're trying to make things work. When really we need to be shifting our focus and connecting in with caring for these foundational elements. These foundational elements that will really help us create that life. So we have to give up looking for it in the way that we were looking for it and start to look for it in a new way so that we actually have a chance to get what it is that we truly want, that deeper level satisfaction. So that is what I want to talk to you about a little bit today. I want to talk to you about what are these components? Now, I'm not saying that the components that I'm giving you are the end-all, be-all components. You may very well have components that are different and equally important to you. But this is what I've found after years of working with people, is that they have these kind of foundational components um, that when they're in place – they're much happier. And when they're not in place, they're not as happy. So I'd like to cover that a little bit with you here. Um, And before, before we go to the first commercial break um, and, and kind of, uh, so before, as we wrap things up, I just want to remind you again to take a look at my life work community program. But really, that's what, that's where this, this program builds off of. The Lifework Community Program, it, it builds off of this kind of idea of taking and making an assessment about, you know, about your life, really understanding the type of changes you want to see, and then what is going to really do that? What is going to create that foundational, uh, shift in the way that you uh, are in the world so that what's on the outside is then as meaningful as you want it to be. So you can check out that LifeWork community program by going to my website, katesiner.com, and uh, that's K-A-T-E-S-I-N-E-R.com and uh, go under uh, train with me and you'll see the life for community program um, and um, absolutely reach out if you have any questions and we'd be happy to answer those for you so we're going to go ahead take a quick commercial break um, and I will be back in just a moment with more about our um, how you can create that fulfilling and meaningful life
1: educator, Dr. Kate Siner wants to help you connect with your purpose and passion. With 18 years in the field of personal development, a PhD in psychology, and plenty of real-life experience from the School of Hard Knocks, Dr. Kate will inspire you not just to change your life, but the world for the better. Her mentoring and programs provide effective tools and tailored support that meets you where you are and grows as you do. For more information, visit www.katesiner.com.
0: Hello, and welcome back. This is Real Answers with Dr. Kate Seiner. And we have been talking about the good life inventory, how it is that you can create more of the life that you really want. What I was talking about before the break was about how we often are looking in the wrong places. We're looking on superficial levels in order to make ourselves deeply happy, and that doesn't work. But when we realize that that doesn't work, and sometimes we don't have the skills necessary and we don't even know where to look in order to create that sense of meaning. And so that is um, what I'd like to talk about today and something that is really central to, to my work with, with others. So one of the first things that you want to uh, see in your life uh, and to create this good life, um, one of the first things on my list, it might not be the first thing for you, is uh, connection. So um, uh, that you feel that your close relationships are deep and meaningful. So let's talk about that a little bit. And what that means, um, because some people have a lot of people in their life and some people don't have really any people in their life at all. And um, either way, there can be an absence of deep and meaningful relationships. And when there's an absence of deep and meaningful relationships, uh, people are usually just not as happy. Um, And, you know, it can be very sad for someone who has a ton of friends, but doesn't feel like there's anyone that they can really connect to. Um, And that can, that can create a real feeling of, um, of sadness for that person. So deep and meaningful relationships. This is defined by you personally. Um, You know. When you feel connected to another person and when that relationship seems meaningful. So my question for you would be, how do you know that? How do you know that your meaning, your relationships are deep and meaningful? Also, how do you know when you don't have it? What are the signs that you don't have it? And that is also important. What are the signs that you don't have it? So if you want to, what you can do is you can either you know, uh, download uh, this as a podcast and listen to it again, and I can, I'll walk you through this. Or um, you can write these questions down for yourself. And writing the questions down for yourself, and it will be something that you can journal on or you can ponder while going for a walk or something like that. So also under the area of connection, do you feel you have people in your life, at least one or more people, who feel you feel they totally accept and respect who you are? They totally accept... And respect who you are. Once again, this is subjective. You know, I'm not going to tell you what acceptance and respect means. I can tell you that when people have relationships in their life where they feel totally respected for who they are and, and, and they feel accepted that they generally feel much better about their life. So once again, it's not so much how many people do you have in your life, but what's the quality of the relationships that you have? Do you have a real connection with them? And if you do have that real connection, then fabulous. It's a wonderful thing that builds up that area of connection in your life. So another part under connection to check in with yourself about is your romantic partnership. And you don't have to be in a romantic partnership to be happy with your connection, but it's more about whether you are happily in one or happily not in one. That you're happy with the status of your romantic partnership at this time. Because there are all sorts of times that we go through and how you want to be in relationship is very, once again, a very personal thing. But you want to know that you feel good about it. You feel good about the choices that you're making. You're not making them because you feel like you're giving up. You're not making them because you feel like there's nobody out there for you. You're not making them because you say, oh, I might as well settle for this. But rather, you're making them because they truly are you know, a vibrant and dynamic part of your life. So those are some questions to look at around connection. There are other things to look at. You can say, what does is, what is connection mean to me? And, it, you know, in saying, what does connection mean to me, you can then, uh, you know, start to generate some questions or categories for yourself so that you can build out this area of your life. But I just want to give you a little bit of stuff to get started. So the next, uh, area that I see is really important to people is life purpose. That's that underlying sense of meaning in their life, that what they're doing, that who they are is important. Right? And so um, that doesn't mean you uh, need to be in a job that is your life purpose. I mean, if you have questions about life purpose, by all means, go back to uh, some of my shows on life purpose and on um, uh, right livelihood in order to explore more about that for yourself. But uh, for here, it's just asking some questions about, is this r- the right part of your life? Um, I have a sense of deeper meaning in my life. It doesn't matter where that sense of deeper meaning comes from so much as it, it gives you a sense of place, a sense of significance, a sense of 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 meaning, for who you are and what it is that you do. When people don't have that, they kind of feel a little bit like they're floating in this world and they can feel like they're competing with other people to make sure that they meet, remain relevant and they're not going to be sorted out. But when they have that sense of meaning, they then know their place in a much deeper level. So my next question is or my next area really is I feel connected to and live out a sense of deeper meaning on a daily basis. All right. So do you do you have it? Are you living it? Right? Do you have a sense of deeper meaning on a daily basis? Because if you don't have that sense of deeper meaning, if you, you know, or if you do have it and, but it's not showing up in the way that you're living your life, that could also create a problem. That could create a lack of good feeling in your life. So it's really important to consider. I feel connected to and live out a deeper sense of meaning on a daily basis. Daily. This isn't something that gets done on occasion. This is something you're continually working towards. And that you feel that you're living your life purpose on a regular basis. I feel I'm living my life purpose. I know what it is, and I'm living it, and I'm doing it regularly. Those are kind of cornerstones to checking in and making sure that you've got that part down, that that part of having a truly wonderful life has been established for you. So another area to take a look at is that I know is so incredibly valuable. I mean, so many people that I work with, this is one of the fundamental areas that I work with them inside of because it is such an essential component. So um, I, uh, this is, this is I, I've almost moved on to a question, but, but first, this is the area of self-love. This is the area of truly loving ourselves. And um, and it as as much as it can seem like such a whether it's cliche or or superficial um, like oh you gotta love yourself you love yourself first before you can love anyone else you know that kind of stuff as much as that um, those kind of thoughts can be connected to it this is foundational. The more that we're able to give ourselves love, the more that we're able to harness this and bring this through our lives on a regular basis. It is a critical, critical factor in creating this really great life for ourselves. In fact, it's so much harder to do other areas of, um, our, of, of creating a great life if we don't have that foundational um, self-love. That's why I start out with it in my life work program. I start out with teaching people how to know it, identify it, and work with it like a skill. Um, because just like we can become better friends and better lovers and better employees and better siblings and all of that kind of stuff, we can become uh, better at being loving towards ourselves. And we're often not taught those skills. And it's supposed to be something we have rather than something that we're able to do for ourselves. So some questions to help you be able to um, kind of check out this area of your life and see is this working um, or is it not working if you're not 100% sure is um, I – I, I truly like the person that I am. But can you say that, that you truly like the person that you are? That like if you could trade trade in, if someone said, hey, you know, you've got an option here. You can trade in your life for any other life that you want. Would you choose your own? That's truly liking the person that you are. I'm not talking about moments of frustration or anything like that, where you you might say, "Oh my gosh, I just am tired of this one feature that I have," um, which of course happens at times along the way. But to say that, to, uh, do I truly like the person that I am? And you know, there's there's a uh, a little bit of a something that's inferred in there, which is that you know the person that you are. Do you know the person that you are? So, uh and do your, does your self-talk and your daily actions demonstrate this love for yourself? This is really huge. Because when you take and make an assessment, do I really love myself, right? You say... Uh do I talk to myself in a kind and loving way? Am I supportive of myself? Do I hold myself accountable? Do I make a point of being able to really, um, you know, uh, be, demonstrate how I feel for myself? So what kind of daily actions do you take that demonstrate this love you have for yourself. And if you're thinking negative thoughts all the time, or, you know, you're looking in the mirror and you're being really critical or you are, um, you know, tearing apart the project that you just worked on, then that is not demonstrating a love for yourself. That's not about holding yourself to a higher standard or being accountable or trying to be more. It's not about those things that are about growth and are about expansion. It becomes about just tearing yourself apart. And that is a major problem. Just tearing yourself apart. How can you develop a really great life if that when you're home with yourself, When you're just in your own mind, you are tearing you apart. And this usually happens because people don't really know what self-love is. It's sort of something that we talk about that we don't really, don't fully understand. So what is it? what is self-love and um can i define that for myself because um being able to define that for yourself is it, it will be very helpful in figuring out how to bring more of it into your life on a regular basis so we've got another break coming up here in just a second, and um, before we go to that break and I'll come back, I have got a few more areas of your life to take um, and take into consideration in creating that great life for yourself. But before doing that, I would just like to say that you know when you're looking at these components of your life, the reason that we look at these components in our life, and just a little reminder is to create a better life for ourselves. So in asking these questions, if you become critical of yourself and start to tear yourself down for being where you are, which is totally perfect for being. So if you tear yourself for be, down for being where you are, then that makes it so much harder. So if you find yourself tearing yourself down, see what you can do to shift that. See what you can do to bring in a little bit more love towards yourself. And we're going to be back in just a moment, or I'll be back in just a moment with a few more areas to take a look at to create your really great life. And um, uh, I'll be back in just a couple
1: minutes. Be the change you wish to see is a phrase that gets said a lot, but the question is how? Dr. Kate Seiner provides programs and mentoring that give you the real-life tools to make the changes you wish to see. Her personally tailored services combine almost two decades of work with the grit and compassion that can only come from a life fully and passionately lived that support you on your path of positive change. To learn more and get started, visit www.katesiner.com.
0: Welcome to Real Answers. This is Dr. Kate Seiner, and we have been talking about how to be, uh, you know, how to create that really great life. And my suggestion this time around is about doing a bit of an inventory for yourself, looking at some of these fundamental components that make a great life, and then doing an inventory. Where am I with these things? What is it that I can do with these this this area of my life? Um, And when you, you know, kind of start to consider these areas and start to look at where you are, you can then design all sorts of action steps in order to move yourself forward. Or you can start to, you know, pursue personal development work so that you can begin to realize the effects of these areas of your life. So. Um, I have a few more for you for the remainder of this show. And the next one that, um, is really important to creating a good life is spirituality. And I do understand that there are certain people that that is just not for them. That's not the way that they're in the world. That's not the way that they're going to look at things. Um, and, and that is, I uh, totally, fine and perfect if that is what is working for you. However, I am coming from a perspective of um, a spiritual perspective in in putting this on the list. Um, It is something that is important to me and something that I do see it being of great benefit to people in their lives. Um, And once again, that's not to say that if it's not important, you know, that there's a problem. Um, but uh if you're listening to this on your on your podcast you can always pop on through and all the other areas will be just as important and meaningful um, so i have a spiritual belief system that suits me and supports me i have a spiritual belief system that suits me and supports me and this is one of the most important things it's it's not important that you have a spiritual belief system like a specific one and that you follow that one and and that is what's going to get you there it's that you've got something that really suits you that really speaks to you and um and it suits the way that you want to move and be in the world and the way that you want to develop yourself in the world that that's so important and whether that's a spiritual path or a religious path or whatever, it's more about the fact that you feel at home inside of that spiritual belief system. So if you've got that, then that is a wonderful, wonderful resource to go to. Um, along with this is is the knowledge that you know you are an integral part of all things. And this is where spirituality really helps us build out self-love. It helps us build out life purpose. It helps us build out connection because there's this knowledge that's built into uh, many traditions that whoever you are and wherever you find yourself, you are an, an integral part of things. You are an essential part of things. And, um, you know, if for some reason, whatever spiritual system you're working inside of does not give you that important piece, I definitely suggest that you seek it. It is a very important component that can be found in uh, the wisdom traditions of the world. And so see, you know, is, is there, um, you know, is there something out there for you that maybe gives you and who you are, more of a sense of that significance, that you're really, truly a part of all things. So um, uh, along with this is spending time doing this, devoting time to your spiritual development. Where and how do you devote time to your spiritual development? And um, if you haven't been devoting time to your spiritual development, how might you do that? Uh, how might you be able to spend more time? Because it's one thing having a be- beliefs, but when we bring those beliefs into reality and we start to experience and live them on a regular basis, that is when we really start to see kind of some profound um, results. That's when um, we start to deepen our practice. And, and understand some of these deeper deeper truths that help us create the life that we really truly want to create. The next one that I have on my list is, is also, I mean, they're all very important. So this one is health. I take excellent care of myself emotionally, physically, etc. Right? So emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, do you take excellent care of yourself? Are you allowing yourself to be in excellent health? And um, you know, answering that, like being active in that part of your life, is hugely influential. Um, I just had someone say to me recently that you know the one area of your life that will derail all other areas of your life is health. And that you know if your health suffers, then other parts of your life suffer as well. So to have knowledge of that is to you know you know know how important it is to take action. And that action is about, you know, eating right, exercising regularly, getting enough sleep, drinking enough water, all the things that basically we all really know. Right. Um, but, uh, you know, we can also th- include things that are how do you take care of your emotional self? How do you take care of your mental self? That's something, again, that's huge that I work on in my life for community with like what does it mean to take care of your emotional self? And how do we do that in constructive ways so that we wind up being more and more effective in our lives and happier in our lives because we know how to do the things that take care of us emotionally? So that's a that's a good um, a a good a good important piece is um, looking at our health and looking at how we can build up. Um, uh, looking at how we can build up our health. In the final category, this one, I have to say, I had, had, took me a long time to get this on the list of a good life. Some people are, are much, um, much better at this, but, uh, you know, uh, critical is that we have fun, that we're enjoying ourselves on a regular basis truly enjoying ourselves not distracting ourselves not doing things that seem like um you know like they're supposed to be fun um not not that but that is truly fun for us just just like uh doing something you know what is it that is deep and meaningful in a connection in a relationship you know you answer that personally you answer this personally like what How how is it that I have fun. What are the kind of things that I truly enjoy? And it, it doesn't matter whether that looks like uh, a societal norm or it doesn't look like a societal norm. Either way, you know, it's the fun part that matters. And, um, you know, if you can't create fun in your life on a regular basis, life gets very dull and boring. And, and so learning how to generate that sense of fun is really important. Um, And like this, like I was just saying that this was more of a challenging area for me, something that I have to be much more um, proactive about. And there'll be another area in here where maybe like one of these areas you do great in. And then another area hasn't even gotten on the map for you yet, but then you hear me say it and say, oh wow, that is really important. I probably need to do something in that area. Right? So you're going to have different aptitudes in different areas. And, and that, that, that's to be expected. So if you're awesome in the area of fun, congratulations, that's really great. You can use that to fill in and strengthen all the other areas of your life. And if you're not so great in, in areas of fun, this is something to start to get better at. You know, so are you laughing every single day? Right? Not a little teehee every once in a while, but a good laugh. That is essential to mental health, is to have a really good laugh or more. And do you seek fun things out to do on a regular basis? Do you pursue fun? Do you bring fun things into your life? Do you remember that, you know, it's just like finding and creating fun things to do is an essential part of your life? and sometimes when people get family focused or career focused or whatever when they get other focused one of the problems is that they stop focusing on that that seems um what immature childish um and then fun starts to go away right and you wake up and say whoa wait a second here you know it's like all work and no play right so building fun into your life is is definitely a suggestion that I have as far as figuring out um, how to create this, this great life. So here we go. Here, here are the main components. I'll just give them from the top. So connection, life purpose, self-love, spirituality, health, and fun. So these aren't the categories of your life that you're looking at, like your career, your relationships, but they are foundational. They're foundational components of a healthy life, and each one of these components might affect more than one of the major areas of your life. And so by going in kind of at a different level from a different approach, it allows us to open up opportunities that maybe we wouldn't have been able to see if we were just drilling down like, okay, what's going on in my career? Okay, what's going on in my relationship? Okay, you know, drilling down from that kind of uh, conventional way. This is more like, okay, you know, these these foundational structures that really help me create more of what I want to create right those foundational structures are my are they strong am i caring for them what can i do to bring them to a, a stronger better place in my life and so as we do this what we see is more and more we have the, this sense of energy this sense of vibrancy this sense of you know things really being great Um, because that is like, that's ultimately what this is all about. The reason to do personal development work is to be able to feel really great. And, and to feel really, um, uh, empowered inside of your life. So I hope you take a few moments to consider these different areas of your life and to see how you might be able to uh, develop them and build them out. And by all means, check out um, my my Conscious Creative magazine, which in the month of August will be all about how to create the great life. And my Work community program, both of which can be accessed through my website, katesiner.com. And it's been really uh, wonderful to be here with you today. And I look forward to uh, connecting with you again in the future.
1: You've been listening to Real Answers with your host, Dr. Kate Seiner. Her purpose is to inspire you to create positive change inside and out. Visit Dr. Kate on her website at www.katesiner.com with Dr. Kate and see how she can help.